Birmingham-based street artist Fokker Wolf has been causing a stir for a number of years now. His bold posters and billboards, scattered around Brum and other cities, seemingly promote such semi-plausible activities as voodoo classes for kids, free penis enlargements for 4x4 owners, and a Greg's theme park, complete with sausage roller coaster. But there's more behind the tomfoolery than Viz-inspired larks, as Fokker's work explores such themes as corporate greed, class division, fake news and conspiracy theories. Meanwhile, his visual approach owes as much to the likes of Barbara Kruger, Andy Warhol and Jeff Koons as the tropes and tricks of advertising. As part of Birmingham Comedy Festival 2020, we tracked the elusive Fokker down and asked him a few questions about his career, his work and his future. Okay, welcome back to the show. Um, uh, today I'm joined by uh, Birmingham Street Artist, um, uh, Fokker Wolf. Hello. Well. Hello. Well. Hello. You've been fly posting and creating street art for nearly a decade now. What were your, your first pieces like? Yeah, so my first pieces were sort of illustrated um, characters, usually uh, sort of these split up head things. Uh, and so I, I sort of used to pace them about the city. What prompted you to stick things up on lampposts and paste posters up? Well, I just like the idea of putting stuff up in the public domain. Uh, I think it's a very powerful tool. And uh, just seeing people's reactions, because the first ones that I'd stuck up, I stuck a, a telephone number on the bottom of them. So I used to get a lot of um, answer phone messages. So... Uh, I like to see the reactions of people. That's, uh, that's very interesting, actually. Um, uh, I mean, I, 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 um, I, must, I must ask, um, um, uh, can you tell us a bit more about some of your influences and what they mean to you? you maybe about, I'll go with three to four inspirations. My inspirations on a sort of an artistic level I'd say there's a guy called Steve Powers who does a lot of uh, text-based and illustration-based uh, paintings and street art. Something that's sort of a mixture between art and comedy, I guess, would be David Shrigley. So, you know, he, his work's sort of uh, very inspiring to me because uh, it, it doesn't look like there's been a lot of uh, time been put into the pieces. It's where the idea is more important than the actual piece, which really appeals to me because I, I try and bang these posters out as quick as possible. Uh, on a comedy level, I'd imagine stuff like Chris Morris, uh, any of the stuff that he did back in the day, um, like Brass Eye and the day-to-day -day were like huge influences on me because it was sort of that getting in to like uh, a familiar setting but putting something surreal in the middle of it. Um, and for a fourth one, It'd probably be yourself, if you're quite honest. <laughs> oh, that's really gracious of you. Thank, thank you for that. Uh, you're quite a big person in the, uh, the Birmingham scene, so I, I, and the world actually. So I appreciate that. When did you become aware of the power of humour and comedy to communicate complex and grand ideas? I guess when I put the penis enlargement poster up, uh, it got a lot of sort of phone calls, and a lot of the people were in on the joke. 
uh, and a lot of people made it angry, a lot of people get confused, some people thought it was actually real. So then I sort of realised that just, you know, this sort of, this, something written in this sort of way can sort of trick a lot of people. But then um, I feel like there's a, there's a thing with humour where you can use it as a tool to change people's opinions and, um, you know, instead of alienate, alienating people and saying, you're bad, you shouldn't do this, if you can get them to laugh and get them to, you can sort of put an idea back into their head, you can sort of reframe it, so, like, like especially putting up the posters and seeing people's reactions and seeing, uh, I guess, the comments and how you can sort of break down barriers, that's when I realised um, how important humour was. Uh, so um, I've got uh, just a few more questions. Uh, your popularity has grown ma massively over the last couple of years. What were the pieces that really exploded uh, for, for you? Obviously, the penis enlargement was the one that set it all off. Uh, one that keeps on doing the rounds on the internet is the Conservative Party Let's Cut People in Half. Um, and the ones that... Uh, the ones that are put on a bus usually create a lot of traction because they they, they look from from the outset they look from the offset they look they look like real adverts so they they pull people in and um, I always try and make the brands global so they uh, have relevance around the world so I'd say when I started to put the ones on the trains uh, and buses that's when it started to go big because they started to reach more of an international audience. Mm, great, fantastic. Uh, um, your work has also become noticeably more politicised. Was there a particular incident or concern that led to this increased politicised or social, social awareness? A lot of the time uh, with the political stuff, um, I was just sort of being influenced on stuff that was making me angry. So a lot of the time it would be advertisements or stuff that was getting thrown in my face. But other times it would be a housing development that was getting... Um, a piece of gentrification that was happening or something would happen in the news like funding cuts so things like that would make me more politicised. Brilliant, yeah. Um, uh, in terms of uh, uh, the subject matter, uh, has the Covid-19 crisis affected your work in any way? Uh, like, uh, you know, exploring different ideas or uh, themes or even uh, different approaches to how you work? Well, it's not, you know, it's the way of life now, isn't it? I mean, you know, Affected it at the start because I wasn't going out to stick stuff up. Um, I went out in lockdown and stuck a few things up, but I didn't sort of want to get fined and made an example of uh, of being getting caught in lockdown. So I moved a lot of my stuff online and did a lot of sort of, uh, I guess you'd call them meme-based uh, pieces, um, which were really easy to do actually because I could just bang them out really quick. Uh, <clears throat> much of your work is recognisably uh, you. There's a, a uh, fucker wolf style uh, per se, but uh, some pieces seem a bit closer to the work you're parodying st stylistically. Are you too conscious about uh, being too realistic? Uh, the one of the ideas is to make them as realistic as possible because the idea of the posters is to make people question reality and question misinformation and question fake news and the more the, the lines get blurred I think the more vigilant you have to be so the, I'm gonna go 
and try and trick as many people as I possibly can by making them real. Some of them won't even have jokes in them. They'll just be like a normal advert for a Ford car. Um, do you think in the social media driven age that posters still have the power that they had in the 19th and 20th centuries? Yes, I think that they probably have more power now because the poster doesn't actually mean anything. It's the photo and the, the social media that it's put on. So the poster can last for one day, but the picture will last forever. So I think it's probably a million times more powerful than it was in the Roman times. Uh, your work is beginning to get picked up by major art galleries. A lot of the, uh, the Compton Vernies, are you comfortable working in that environment? I am comfortable in working in that environment, it, as long as it means that I am subverting that environment. So uh, as long as I can carry the same message and the same ethos across across the board, I'm happy to work in that environment. Lastly, uh, what are your plans for the coming months? Yeah, or, uh, any more limited editions or projects and plans? Um, this year, um, I'm trying to focus more on big public art so that, that sort of, I'm trying to paint the side of buildings and get more big installations in places that are, are more permanent than um, just the posters. Uh, working on more objects uh, and also just looking into sort of getting into maybe like a sort of like an influencer sort of role. Um, I'm just after any sort of jewellery or cars cars jewellery um, but if anybody has anything to give me I'll have that uh, well uh, best best of luck book uh, best of luck to you um, uh, yeah if you got any cars or uh, jewellery um, uh, call in okay thank you <laughs>